It's Key, the vegan mom. It's Miri, baby, the winget mom. It's Ash V, the old school mom. It's Dr. Ash, the feminist mom. This is the Modern Motherhood Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to season two of Modern Motherhood Podcast. I am your host, Mary Baby. Just want to welcome you all back. We have some updates. We have some new things going on. Yes, um, yes, yes. And we are so excited to come back for what we are calling the relaunch. Right, Dr. Ash? Yes, the relaunch. Popping off with season two. With season two. So, uh, first things first, we just want to tell you guys we have added two lovely ladies to our modern motherhood family. We definitely wanted to bring you all some diversity, some, you know, different backgrounds from all different parts of the world. And I don't think we could have picked any two better choices. So, um, our ladies are going to introduce themselves and give a little bit of a background. We'll start first with Miss Florida. Hi, guys. It's Ash V. I am a Florida mother of three. <laughs> Ten, three, and two. All girls. Let me tell you about it. I am so happy to be here and to have this experience with the lovely ladies. Mm-hmm. And we are so Happy to have Miss Ash here with us. Next up, we have our flower child from good old California. Drum roll, please. <laughs> hey guys, this is Key. I'm from LA, currently now residing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am a mother of three girls as well, ages 10, 5, and 3 months. And I am super excited to be joining the podcast with these lovely ladies. I just want to note that EJ still wins because he is still the only boy of <laughs> oh this entire group. So I'm <laughs> three, four, five. Six, seven kids. Out of seven kids, baby boy. He's only. Is still baby only. boy. Baby boy. <laughs> Shout out to be slow. I'm not competing. You can have that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. No, no, no. So, you guys, summer is over. School is about to start for us. I know, Ash, you got about another week or so. No. No. Well, no. No, you all start teachers. Ash is a teacher. Yeah. Uh, but the kids, what one? Twelve. The twelfth. Okay. okay. So yeah, they got about another few days. Yeah. Few days to enjoy Count summer. Around. Few days. How are the kids this summer, guys? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll start. I mean, so because we have just transitioned from Los Angeles to Georgia, um, this is our second summer here, but it's making a little bit over a year since we've relocated. So um, one of my children, is my oldest, Corey, 10 years old, went to LA for a whole month to Mm -hmm. visit family and friends and be with her father. So she was super excited. Um, And then I have a new baby, um, three months, so that was exciting, and you know I've been transitioning into motherhood yet again, all, all the way from the beginning. And then my middle child, not to leave her out, but she does have a different father as well, and unfortunately we were not able to send her, so that was a little bit of a transition as well. Just you know trying to kind of accommodate and pacify because she kind of felt a little left out, but we got through it, and she starts kindergarten tomorrow. Oh my gosh! So that's exciting. Have the, mm-hmm. the uh, about to cry, the okay, like, okay, mom, <laughs> right. have the whites and the Kleenex. Have the whites. 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 Have the wh
Guys, let me tell you, okay, Dr. Ash's daughter, Maddie, has been living a <laughs> dream summer, living her best little life, going from Miami to, didn't she come back up to Georgia? Mm-hmm. Did she go to D.C. to see her aunt? No, we all were in Orlando for a weekend. Oh, so her aunt came to see her because, mm-hmm. honey, her aunt, that's like her second mama. Listen. <laughs> and then Miss Tasha, Dr. Ash's mother, been taking this baby everywhere. Maddie has. has been living, she has been a little traveling yes. guru this yes. summer. She okay. She did more traveling me, than me, but first of all, Miriam has been child free all summer. I so, have been so child free all summer, <laughs> guys. EJ went to go stay with his dad for the summer in Florida. It was time. He was three. It was time. It was time. It was time. It was time. I said, uh, sweet, it is time for you to come and get your child. You need daddy. And take care. He needs his daddy. And you know what, though? It was the best thing that ever happened because his behavior has gotten so much better. Even his director was just like, I don't know what his dad did down there with him, but... EJ is just a whole totally different person and I was like you know mm-hmm. as a social worker I'd be like I told you I told you <laughs> but um as a parent it definitely made me happy and it gave me a break mm-hmm. and I mean I've been living my little hot girl summer <laughs> so hot girl. I've been getting out being able to go to happy hours during the weekdays cause I went out yesterday I know okay that. okay <laughs> Being able to go out and not have to worry about having a cutoff time for the babysitter or having to worry about Mm -hmm. this and everything else. So, yes, it was definitely relaxing, but I'm definitely glad he is back. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely glad he's back. I still have Um, another week before Maddie gets back. So, you know, she's been trying to make the best of my time. (laughs) Figure out what else I'm going to do before she returns. Yes. Listen, take every day. Yes. Soak it in. Ash B. What's up with the girlies in Florida? Okay, so my oldest, she has a different father than my husband. And so she went to Tallahassee with her dad for the summer. Mm-hmm. But I have my two little ones. And unfortunately, we're married. So <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, I used to be able, you know, you send, send her off and you have your time to yourself. But now it's a whole different, you know, scenario. We've been married for three years and so just enjoying them but I did get away not even gonna lie I went to two continents in two weeks it was wonderful I loved it but I did miss them so I would say we had a wonderful summer where'd you go yeah yeah not saying nothing I went to Africa and I went to Europe what Okay, you know, so, so you take you take the cake. <laughs> it was, so it was just an overwhelming experience. Mm. So like overwhelming good or overwhelming? I don't want to do this again ever in my life. I would do it. I definitely would do it again. But it's just overwhelming because we went to so many places, mm-hmm. so many flights in one day. We took maybe three flights. You took oh, the wow. kids or just you no, and no, husband? No, just me and my family. My okay. husband. Okay. We kind of switched roles because mm-hmm. I'm normally like the stay-at-home mom doing everything. Well, he took the responsibilities while oh. I left. Oh. Now he's like, oh, you know, I took you for granted. Oh. Aww. Gosh. Oh, you don't. 
Go hubby. Go hubby. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, hubby. But it was yeah. nice. I really appreciate it just being able to get away like that. Um, because having two girls so close together, you know, in age, they're only a mm-hmm. year apart. I don't even know how you did that. Yeah. Back to back, like, I don't even know how you did that. Because my partner definitely wants a son after, you know, I came into the relationship with two girls. Mm-hmm. And then we had a girl together. And so he's like, yeah, one more. And I'm like, just because you waited late to have kids <laughs> don't mean that I got to jump on that bandwagon. So I'm I'm trying to be done. I'm not trying to have a back-to-back situation. So right. po- more power to you. Because one, three, one is a lot being small. Mm-hmm. Two, at the same time, they'll have each other when they get older, though. Yeah. But, Right, Lord. That's I, what everybody listen, says, but getting to that far, point, yeah. <laughs> Maddie's more now, and I cannot see myself starting over. Like, it's yeah. a life changer. It is. I don't have nothing else and to say. And that is why She's I wanted my kids back to back because I was like, if he, if EJ gets old enough, I'm gonna be like, I'm good. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. want no parts of that. Yes. But I also knew I did not. I didn't want one child. Mm-hmm. But I'm always open to if EJ is. That's it. He's the one that comes from my uterus. I am okay okay with that. And I'll just foster some, you know, <laughs> kids and True. hope and pray mm-hmm. I don't end up with a Ted Bundy or something. Oh, oh, but that still counts, that though. Yeah. Fostering you know? and being yeah. a light <laughs> to other children. Yeah. 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 But so that, option, right. But that brings us to the school year because now that we're going into school, our kids are going to make friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. With parents that we probably, in a normal environment, would probably never talk to a day in our lives. But now we have these kids that are invested into each other. Um, And so these kids are going to want to have birthday parties and sleepovers and play dates. And so the main thing, I think for me, is the issue is sleepovers. Like... Mm -hmm. Those yeah. used to be fun, right? Those used to be where you can go over there, you guys are are uh, playing, having games and everything like that, and then that was back in the day. Now, you hear horror stories all well, over the years. Even back in the day, it was happening, was but people aren't talking about it. Yeah, my mom never so. let me sleep over anywhere, okay. to be honest. Um, no just didn't happen she was really into church Mm -hmm. and we you know that was our life even though we even had close friends that attended the church as well we still didn't sleep over each other's house they were always allowed to come to our small house (laughs) but i could not go there she did not play that Mm -hmm. my mom didn't even allow so not only could we not sleep at other people's homes but other people couldn't sleep at our house either wow because i mean Especially when you have a father in our house. Home. Yeah. Right. Yes. When your parents are married. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know you don't know how the other child is raised and the boundaries True. that they have or don't have. Like and you don't want nobody coming back and saying yes. this happened. Right. So it's just a and that's a good that's a good point because right. we're ta- we have younger children, mm-hmm. so we're obviously thinking about younger children, but what about when you are in that preteen teen stage where your hormones are raging and right. maybe you got some boobs and some ass, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And maybe, you know, you are attractive and you don't look thirteen, you look eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> bodies weren't in my family, you guys. I'm gonna say it like bodies, but like a lot of it's they're very shapely. So mm-hmm. like by the time I mean Maddie's four right now, and you can tell like she, she has the gap, like yeah. legit from her jeans. This gap from her jeans. Wow. Her legs, okay? <laughs> She's four, and I got to buy a size six, and some of the sixes still be kind of big. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of small, and might be snug. So, I mean. What if that's your shape, that's your shape. Yeah. But sometimes people tend to sexualize us exactly. even though we're younger because of what our bodies look like. And we don't right. necessarily have control over that. Right. And, we and so it could not be the person. It could be, you right. know, maybe mm-hmm. somebody's brother or uncle that's visiting. Or cousin. Like, yeah. And that yeah. has been, I mean, like you said, back in our time where that's what they see the cat calling yeah. mm-hmm. the you know they're sitting there waving you down they're grabbing on you trying to get your yes. attention all that stuff all of that bit way back yes way 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 back and, and this up. is back when you're when you're 12 13 and you're listening to this and mm-hmm. you don't understand it because you don't know like you don't understand why this is happening i know with my older sisters and we're walking she's getting cat call. i'm just like why are people screaming at you from cars like it's not making sense right and then when i got older i was just like damn y'all are really rude which is so crazy is why i do not like the attention mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i hate i hate unsolicited attention i hate it I hate it with the passion. And it's so funny because people are like, oh, well, you're good looking. You should be used to it. No, nobody gets used to getting catcalled like you yeah. are some type of animal. animal. It feels yeah. uncomfortable. It is yeah. uncomfortable. It's yeah. so bad. It's very so, I know. So do you guys, so it seems like most of us, our parents didn't let us go to other people's houses for sleepovers. But do you allow your children to go to sleepovers or, or do you allow their children to come over to your house for sleepovers? So, um, I do not allow my children to sleep over. I have a select, um, okay, so, especially with me not being from here, I definitely have a lot more reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are, um, there is like a family member, um, of my partners that they have a little girl our age. I mean, I mean, and we're like, we're super close. Mm-hmm. So, I have... And we'll continue to allow her, them, both of them, or all of them, actually, to go over there. But that's it. They sleep at their Mimi's house, and mm-hmm. then that family member's house, and that's it. But, like, friends? No. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a next-door neighbor, the little girl's four. She's super close with uh, Zuri, my five-year-old, but they will not spend the night at each other's house. I mean, I just got to the point where I'll let her go over there for, like, 30 minutes. So, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And my reasoning is not only because of, you know... Things that can happen that are super inappropriate, like molestation, um, I don't mean to be paranoid, but also, like, you don't know how other children are being raised, um, what they're being exposed to right. while, they're, while they are at um, others, other family homes or other friends' houses. Um, and just so simple as something as, you know, what they're listening to. You know, yeah. a song, mm-hmm. a show. Um, or they're watching on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No lie, Maddie came back from Miami knowing how to type in old time role or like she know how to speak it, voice of sex, and so she's been watching music videos of like what's the Yara song? Um, uh, uh, level up. Yes, so yeah. she knows how to go on YouTube and put in level up, and she's like, "Mommy, look at the boy dancing to level up on YouTube." Yeah. Wow! And like it was a guy in heels, and he had braids and he slinging hair, and I'm just like, "Well, I guess she done seen it now." So <laughs> yeah, what can you oh, do well, at that point? Yeah. Right, but yeah. who let you? Watch I mean, that's all. <laughs> she goes to Miami. She gets to hang out with her cousins, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
she's one of the younger kids, but she gets to do some of the things that were normal activities for us. I remember at my elementary school, we used to have dances after school as fundraisers, right. and we would be doing the Doodle Brown and the Crybaby. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the like, Crybaby! Wait, <laughs> I just flashed back to the Crybaby. Like oh, no. <laughs> it was normal for my school, like you know. I mean, I grew up in Opelika, so oh, that okay. was like you know. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh yeah, but that was normal, and I think that plays a big part of our culture as people of color just dancing in general and having fun and music mm-hmm. and engaging and um just the dancing and all that and so part of me feels like I don't want to strip that away from her like forbidding her to do things True. in other people's mm-hmm. houses or cousins houses but we also have the conversation of what's appropriate what's not appropriate mm-hmm. you could watch Beyonce homecoming all day but you bet not uh-oh uh-oh okay at school or uh-oh uh-oh anywhere outside of this house because it's just inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and just maybe. establishing those boundaries, but mm-hmm. not hindering her from, you know, just going at the same because time. Because that is true. Like, I mentioned that I grew up in church. And so, like, I, most of my childhood, all I remember is most of it being church. And, like, as soon as I was able to run free, I mean, I went buck. You know, because it was new. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for my children. I do want to have open ended conversations to where they feel comfortable talking to me so um I do feel like I need to kind of do a little more be a little more lenient and more of a pull and tug and compromise but I just this is a crazy world it is it's a crazy world it is it is and so with this whole sleepover question I think I would want to be the house that everyone comes to Mm -hmm. mainly because I have a boy and boy get into a lot of mischief mm-hmm. <laughs> with other boys and it may not be said that ej will be the mischievous one it may not be said that he's gonna be one of the low-key ones mm-hmm. but it's to say that when you have a bunch of boys young boys together um that were raised completely different mm-hmm. you can't i can't trust that tj is going to be a good influence on EJ if I let EJ go with him. I I can't guarantee that. I did not raise him. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So while one might be a gun enthusiast, the other one, you know, is a knick-knock enthusiast. Mm -hmm. And you got another one who's a breaking and entering enthusiast. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. might have those in there who are abide by the book and all that other stuff. But either way it goes, you have all of these different boys who have all these different upbringings and you don't know their vices or you don't know if they, you know, all of this. The dreadful, most dreadful thing you would ever want to get is a call saying that your son was involved in right. a robbery or your son was involved in carjacking or your voice mm-hmm. a self-inflicted gun wound because they mm-hmm. found a gun in the house to somewhere you don't know because right. that's not your house. Right. Mm-hmm. So that would be my that would be my whole core is that I can trust my son. I don't I, I can't trust everyone else that's around him right. because I don't know what they did. Right. Okay, well you just must have a certain level of patience, child. Yes, you want a house full of I am not trying to have a house full of nobody. I want my kids out. I cannot deal with I mean, that's a lot of different personalities, Mm -hmm. too. So I guess that is, you would just have to have a lot of patience and understanding and I guess, you know, maybe focus more on the silver lining that you do know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But I just can't imagine a whole bunch of women or girls or teenagers Mm -hmm. in my house all the time because they're going to hang out all the time. Right. So, but my only question is, how? what would you do or how would you make the other children's parents feel comfortable (laughs) 
with them being at well see and then, and this will be another thing and this is what i mentioned before where i would hope that if ej has had a friend for four to five years that i would know that parent mm -hmm. by now right mm -hmm. these are they i i see my child these are the four or five friends that he hangs with mm -hmm. then i'm gonna get to know their families and their parents and how they do things because honestly we can't we can't shelter or shield our children from everything there's things that we have to teach them so that when they go out they can make the cognitive decision exactly. whether this is going to be a good decision a bad decision good idea bad idea right mm -hmm. so this is what we do know um we can't put all of that on well I'm not I'm just not gonna trust all of these people. That's right. why I said if I if I know that EJ has a good four or five friends, yes, then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna know those friends. It's just like even for me, because my mom didn't allow that shit either. There was no sleepovers or you're not gonna go sleep over to this person's house or mm -hmm. whatever the case is. It was family and like literally a select few of matter of fact, I think it was only two friends that my mom let me go to their homes. Um, and that was Patricia and Olivia. Those were my elementary and high school best friends. That was it. Mm -hmm. She knew their parents. So that's how I would aspire to be. But if True. EJ is around 20, 30, 45 boys, that's what I'm saying. That would be my issue because I'm not going to know all of those parents. I'm going to know the select few that I know that are closest yeah. with. So that's what I'm saying. Yes, I can sit there and I can trust that you're gonna go to their these people these these four boys' houses, but these four boys also have their friends and mm -hmm. those friends have, have their friends. friends. Yeah. And so, how much protecting can you really do, do mm -hmm. for each child? Because now it's fifty fifty. It's I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna give you that intellect and that real and that knowledge to know how you are gonna go out and make these decisions mm -hmm. on your own. But it's up to you. But it's gonna be up to you to be like, okay, I know my parents wouldn't like that, so I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna steer clear, mm -hmm. right? All kids do dumb shit. Right. All kids yes. do well, dumb okay. oh. shit. All y'all Let's bring it home. And oh. I want and I wanna say that very, very clear mm -hmm. because you have those who are just certain that their kids are complete angels. Oh. And then you have those who say, oh, my child will never do that. Oh, my child will never do that. Mm -hmm. Or if, if I have a baby, I'm never going to make them do this. Or I'm never going to make... Everybody does dumb shit. Mm -hmm. Child, adult, older person. Baby. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Right? So we can't be on that cusp or of, well, I'm going to protect you from every single thing on the outside world right. and I'm going to do all that. We're not going to have no perfect child. We're not going to have somebody who's not going to do something that we're not going to like. So I'm never going to tell EJ, you have to be this perfect child for me. But I do want you to have this tool, this tool, and this tool to know that most of the BS you can get out of on your own and know common sense yeah that's not the way you're supposed to do do yeah. things and i would hope i can do that even with the sleepover but still yeah. even with a sleepover exactly that's what i was going to say you may not be able to as much can as we want to be preventative yeah. as parents mm -hmm. um there was an incident in may where a kid got shot here in metro atlanta over a video game 
I'm sorry, here in June, but back in May, another kid got shot and killed over a video game in Miami. Wow. So it's like, what can we do? And yeah. as a parent in right. general, no matter what obstacles we're facing, there's only so much protecting that we can do. Yeah. Um, but at, sleep, at sleepovers, go ahead. I was just going to say, that leads me to a quote that says, children represent the future, encourage, support, and guide them. It does not say hold them hostage. Yeah. And so, like, that is also, oh, right. yeah. yeah, that's also a word for me, too, because mm-hmm. I was saying how I was a little bit paranoid. It's more so, like, you know, you have to guide them, you know, and as long as you're instilling those values, whether you decide okay right now I'm comfortable with you going to this person's house or let me give it some time get to know their parents like Mary said Mm -hmm. get to know the situation or their environment as much as I can to make me feel a little bit more comfortable ultimately they're gonna grow Mm -hmm. and ultimately you do want them to come back to you as their reference point so you do need to guide them into making the right decisions but I say when they're young I mean, at five and 10, I mean, they don't really, I don't think that applies until they start getting that preteen, teenager age where really you're going to have to let them leave the nest and start inching away. Right. Right. And that, and I definitely agree with you there, Key, where yes, eventually your decision and your opinions are going to matter, but that's an age appropriate thing. (laughs) Your opinion don't matter at three. <laughs> yes. That, don't do that. <laughs> they'll get do choices. That. Yes, they'll get choices, but you're not going to tell me, well, mommy, no, I want to go to the pool at 10 p.m. That ain't no good choice. I'm right. making a choice for you. It's, right, but they can still have an opinion, though. But they can have an opinion, but that's a different thing. Exactly. Correct. So, yeah. Why can't, like my daughter, about the neighbor I was telling you about, oh, can I ride with them to the store? No, they're operating a machine. Yeah. I don't, do they make their kids put on their seatbelt? Do they have a car where it ding, ding, until you put the seatbelt on? I don't right. know. When they get back, Are you still in the here. grocery store <laughs> running around the aisles? Right. I, you know, we're vegan. Are you going to be eating uh, pepperoni out of the lunch bowl in the mm-hmm. store? I mean, no. So that's. It's different. It's so different when you're younger. Decide, okay, that's another conversation. I'm saying <laughs> they decided, like, mommy, I want to have this. Would you say no? As of right now, yes. And let me clarify. So my partner and I are vegan, and so is my baby, obviously. My daughters, uh, the 10 and the 5-year-old, are vegetarian. Okay. So they do eat dairy, um, but we just don't cook it in our house. We okay. I've actually transitioned them to where they like the um, soy cheese. So, like, they eat quesadilla, taco with the soy cheese. That And that was just... I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, um, when they get older and of age and they're saying, like, yeah, like, you know, I want to eat meat or... That would be their choice. But as of right now, no. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see. When I say when we talk about sleepovers, visiting others, one of the most important takeaways that I got from you all was... Just making sure that you're guiding them and giving them the right advice. Of course, we can't steer them and make them do things. You know, mm-hmm. they have their own mind. They're going to make mistakes. But I'm really big on knowing parents personally mm-hmm. for spending that time. If you're unsure about where your child is going and they seem really eager to go, I just started dedicating my time to walking over there with her, mm-hmm. checking out their family, sitting on their family's couch, mm-hmm. you know, seeing how they operate and how... Um, I could get to know them so that mm-hmm. I could feel comfortable in talking to them. And maybe one day moving forward into you guys having to sleep over or camping and all that kind of stuff. But that's how I ended up letting my daughter, who's 10, have her first sleepover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in return, the little girl came to our house. Um, and we're still friends to this day. They were Army, family, and they moved. 
but we still have the same relationship, the same friendship, we FaceTime each other. So I think that's a really big, big aspect, getting to know people, um, just not off face value, but having dinner, going to, you know, allowing the kids to be social and seeing how they interact with each other and just learning how to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's big because we can't put them in a bubble forever. Right. And that was the issue that I was having because I was... I felt like a hover mom and every time she would ask me to do something no no you know mm -hmm. what I mean and so because I was saying no all the time she would try to sneak and do it anyway exactly and I don't yeah. want that to be uh the relationship that we have so I had to let go a little bit but it was only that parent you know yeah. it's not like okay you got this one friend okay that's it she gone I don't know what to tell you yeah but, I mean eventually we may have to start over with someone else and you know they come to our house even um one of her best friends from school um we take them to like sky zone mm -hmm. and stuff like yeah. that but sleepovers i feel like there's alternatives to it right um because they're so young and the mm -hmm. world is i don't even want to say different because some of the things that are still going on you know they were going, today, on, back then. going on back then people just swept it under the rug or you right. didn't talk about it and so i think it's important to just sit down and have these conversations with children uh, and they may not understand it now but it's important It'll to click have later. these type of conversations. Yeah. So they're somewhat aware, you know what I mean, um, of what's going on in their surroundings. You know, there's no secrets that you can't tell me. You know, mm -hmm. some char Mr. Charlie come over and tell you, you know, we got a secret. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no. Plus, Mr. Charlie and I. Yeah. Right. You got to. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I just want her to know that, that there is, you know, you obey an adult if they're not doing any harm to you. But if you feel uncomfortable... And you know, and teaching them how to listen to the uh, to their intuition, mm -hmm. you know, and the conscience, and just to know, okay, well, I feel uneasy about this. Yeah, and, you know, it's okay to step away and to say, hey, I need to talk to my mama. Right, call her. You know, and to know my number. Right, yeah. call me because yes. I, I tell her all the time, I'll punch him in the eye. You know? <laughs> yes. And I want her to know that that I'm, you know, her representative. She need me in the courtroom. I'm gonna be there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the most important things. Um, for any parent who's thinking about a sleepover, um, who's just on the edge about and just trusting, because yeah. I, I was molested when I was younger, so just my trust is just, yeah. Like, but just learning how to trust my child um, and the information and the things that I instill in her, just allowing her to use it, even though she may make a mistake. And I would say, um, just piggybacking off of what you said about your children being in tune, I mean, I had a similar experience. I was not fully molested as a child, but I had an experience that was inappropriate and leading up to, I just was kind of saved by the bell type thing, but it wasn't in the care of my mother. It was in the care of my father and still to this day, well, probably now, he, he didn't know, you know what I mean? I protected him from that. But I think that um, having your children learn how to be in tune and also you yourself being in tune with parenting. There yeah. is no halfway to this parenting thing. Yeah. There's no halfway motherhood. There's no halfway fatherhood. You have to uh, make your children a priority, make these issues a priority, get out of your phone mm -hmm. and focus and pay mm -hmm. attention to signs because there are things that they may not be comfortable telling you, but if you are in tune with your child, then you can pick up on it and right. then further research from there. Right. I've had to... Um, have conversations with Madison about so I used to work overnight and mm -hmm. so when I worked overnight we had to let her go and sleep with somebody else mm -hmm. um, but she was way younger then right and so now um, if we decide to have a date night or something she will stay with one of my co-workers whose daughter babysits us mm -hmm. but we do have questions like you know um, 
when that time, you know, has anybody touched their vagina or, you know, just mm-hmm. saying what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. There was one incident at school and she was like, mommy, so-and-so touched my vagina. And I'm like, <laughs> vagina. huh, what, what do you mean? Can you show me what he did? Right. So we went through the, all the steps and, um, I mean, it ended up not being a big deal, but when the principal called her to talk to her, she was just like, not saying what she told me. And so when she came home, I had to record and I was like, well, Maddie, why didn't you tell so-and-so the principal why you didn't um what you just told me she said i didn't want to talk to her about my private parts Mm, and so i'm like wow this is crazy so i ended up seeing the lady the video and then they out was the school was able to um take appropriate action but sometimes kids don't want to talk to Mm -hmm. talk about these things Mm -hmm. and you and, didn't tell your dad because you wanted to protect him, right? Yeah, just because my dad was in and out of my life. like mm-hmm. So um, when I did get time with him, well, my mom allowed me because he lived out of state. So he lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So yeah, I wanted. I didn't want to ruin my time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to go home early. You know what I mean? I wanted to soak up the little bits of pieces that even mm-hmm. then he was only giving me. Mm-hmm. So when you left, left me with your friends of a friend's friend, mm-hmm. you know, you went and ran out and did whatever you were doing for a couple hours and I was there I mean and he came back I just didn't want to ruin my experience because it was so few and far in between I was trying to hold on to it but it ended up being something um that I had to learn to heal from so clearly even though it wasn't all the way and maybe the worst of the worst the experience and the trauma was all the same right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. That, but Ash what do you say that did happen to my daughter she's 10 what happened to her in the first grade and she didn't tell me that someone touched her inappropriately in the classroom until she's in third grade wow. which she's going to the fourth grade now and I just literally broke down in a car and I was just like mm-hmm. why didn't you tell me mm-hmm. and she was like don't get mad and mm-hmm. I, I had to assess myself and I was just like the way I was acting mm-hmm. it made her afraid to come to me mm-hmm. because I was reacting out of fear of my past and my trauma and so we talked about it, and of course, UCF got involved. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was heartbreaking to know. Yeah, it know. is. And essentially, like, just like we want to protect our children, our children want to protect yes. us. Yes. So that is the reason why maybe they're not afraid because they think we're going to get upset. Um, my daughter, something happened at school with bullying, and she was like, I just didn't want you to worry about it because you just had a baby. Like, what? That's mm-hmm. not your issue. Right. But she cares about me that much, and I've displayed that love to her to where she's reciprocating back to me right. to say, like, I don't want you to be worried. I want you to, you know, enjoy your maternity leave. I don't want you having to come to the school. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. But we, we're talking, and um, I'm teaching her that you don't need to internalize anything. Right. You know, we're going to export that all, everything that you that's happened that made you feel uncomfortable or anything. If anyone touched you inappropriately, hit you, said something to you, we're going to talk about it regardless of what I'm going through. Because my adult um, situation, issues, has nothing to do with me being a mother to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's very under, that. well, that's very important. But the main thing <clears throat> to take away from all of this is that. Of course, we want to protect our children. Mm-hmm. And that, no one's safe. Not no one's boys. safe. Mm-hmm. Not, no one's safe. Because, safe. right. Because yeah. no one's safe. I, even with EJ, I, you know, you've had that back in the day where I've talked to plenty of mothers who are very comfortable in walking around naked in front of their little boys. I don't do that. Never have. 
never will even when ej gets curious i always tell him no you don't look under dresses you don't do that mm -hmm. and he's three you know why? Because by the time he's 12, 13, 14, or even, you know, seven, he goes to these sleepovers. He, that should not ever be mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, no matter who it is. Yeah. No matter who it is. No matter who. And so even that is big because, yes, we can protect our children, but then we, we're also having to teach our children mm -hmm. that you also can't be on the other the side, side of, of right. this yeah. going into Absolutely. a sleepover. Right. Mm -hmm. We can't have these kids coming over here and there be issues right. with them being over here because you are some type of way mm -hmm. right yeah we want to protect our children but then we also have to teach our children that we're we're protecting you and having to teach you how not to be those people mm -hmm. and it's sad because at the end of the day when you we hear these stories you know the little girl who went to the sleepover and they poured the person who threw the sleepover, yes. the little girl yes, who yes, threw yes. the sleepover, poured, was it hot water? Yeah, the burn the little Hot girl. water all over her face. And she had third degree burns. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Water. Yes. This was a couple of years ago. Okay. Horrible. There's a difference between hot water and boiling water. Yeah. It's boiling water. Yeah. yeah. She has and then, oh and then So I mean she it was on the stove and she Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was the microwave, it was just yeah. Like, how could it be? So, where are the Hot parents? water. Right. Not even. I don't so know much. How and then, apparently, the I think the little girl said it was a joke or... It's always um, a joke. It was See? a mistake or He's like, no, this is like, you're going to be My main concern was everyone was more so worried in the details. My concern was the thought process yeah. of right. the girl <laughs> who did that. Yeah. You're telling me that you, in your mind, thought that boiling hot water and putting it on another human's face was just and justified in the actions leading up to you leaving the room, going to the kitchen, pulling out the pot, yeah, it was clearly putting the water that. in there, waiting for it to do whatever, then picking it up carefully. And to then knowing sure it's going to be a reaction right, or a right. consequence to what you have premeditated. Right. That's an issue. Yeah. But for so me, that's the issue. Yeah. A lot like of it, social media to me is like a downfall as a downside in this because a lot of times kids see these pranks on YouTube, yes. on yes. Facebook, on Instagram, all these challenges. And so now they want to take part. Granted, in no mean was that child trying to do a challenge, but the point is is she saw something that could be used for harm and then she chose to do it mm -hmm. and so as parents it is our uh, also responsibility to make sure what our kids are um, learning right from society yeah. and just talking them through that and clarifying you know how could that have gone wrong right exactly mm -hmm. which goes back to me saying you know you don't know whether they're sleeping they're over or visiting friends you don't know what they're exposed to exactly. you don't know how um, those parents are raising their children you don't know what is okay and not okay you don't know the boundaries that they've set or right. not set and so honestly we just we as mothers fathers parents we need to use our intuition yes. when it comes to who we choose to allow to engage with our children in that manner mm -hmm. um, until they are able to make those decisions for themselves yeah um one other thing that i would suggest is like hosting a group sleepover mm -hmm. right where you have other parents of those kids mm -hmm. maybe a group of yeah. you say hey the girls have been wanting to have a sleepover or the boys have been That's wanting a to have a sleepover mm -hmm. um, or at least two other parents 
available at this time to come over and we can mm-hmm. like pick somebody's house and just kind of like do when it they all. have super um, like the field trips yeah the like a field trip like mm-hmm. a sleepover field trip mm-hmm. yes good yeah. I like it so I'm going to try that's to do something like too. that, maybe. Yeah, that's a really know. good idea. So you guys are teaching me. You know, I don't know everything. I'm a life learner, y'all. <laughs> yes. So I appreciate y'all feedback and y'all opinions because now I have something else to think about. Oh. All are right. Other, just other ways. To, I feel like there's so many ways to handle the situation. Sometimes we just think negatively. So mm-hmm. there's right. a lot of ways we can handle it. For yeah. sure. For Fun sure. ways. Yeah. For sure. As always, guys our episodes in a quote so for this episode our quote comes from a miss ann landers she says it is not what you do for your children but what you have taught them to do for themselves that would make them successful human beings can i snap on that though right amen (laughs) until next time guys thank you for joining us for our season two opener, please stay tuned. Follow our Instagram page at Modern Motherhood Podcast. You can also join us on Facebook, Modern Motherhood Podcast Group. Um, any other announcement, guys, that you guys have? That's it. Just stay tuned for stay what's tuned, next. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Oh, yes. Dr. Ash, do you want to tell them about our t shirts Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't want to stop. Oh, just kidding. Um, we have some t-shirts dropping super soon. Um, we think you guys are going to be excited about them. Um, and I just don't want to spoil it. I don't want to tell you what it's going to say. I just want you to see the shirts. To shirt just see like, them. Ah! It's going to be for everybody. Yes. yes. You guys are going to like them. All right, guys. Until next time, peace, love, and parenting. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>